Hello and welcome to Embolden the Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Carreri. I'm a cyclical living mentor passionate about empowering women to connect to the magic and wisdom of their menstrual cycle and intuition. I'm here to bring you conversations that embolden you to live intuitively and in alignment with your cycle so you can be your best, feel your best, and live your best life. If you are ready for some juicy downloads, inspiring conversations, and aha moments, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being with me today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my love. I hope you're having the most beautiful day. I have had a really lovely start to my day. I'm currently house and dog sitting for my mom and I am sitting in bed with a puppy right next to me and I'm just feeling really excited to sit down and have this conversation with you. This is something that I've been speaking a lot about within the masterclasses that I've been running for you guys and I've also been doing a lot of guest hosting Uh, hosting workshops for other coaches programs, teaching women about cyclical living. And this particular thing has been coming up a lot. And it's been something that I have had a huge response from the people that I am teaching it to, like a aha moment of like, oh my God, I wish I had known that sooner. So I'm excited to be bringing this to you today. And that is the difference between your circadian rhythm and introducing you to your infradian rhythm. So you may have heard about your circadian rhythm. It's the 24-hour rhythm that affects your sleep cycle, your waking up, your daily life. So there's a lot of conversation about how to tap into your circadian rhythm, honor your circadian rhythm, why it's so important to do that. And I'm not at all in this episode saying that you need to forget your circadian rhythm. It is so, so important that you do follow that. But I want to talk about this other rhythm that we as women have that we often neglect. And I'm posing the question of why would you just simply honor this one rhythm and not the other? So. First of all, before we dive in, I want to talk about the circadian rhythm, what it is, why it's important before we can understand the infradian rhythm. So your infradian rhythm is a 28 day cycle. That is your menstrual cycle. And when I say 28 days, that's a rough estimate, right? It's just your menstrual cycle is your infradian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm is the 24 hour daily cycle right? And when I talk about the circadian rhythm, think about the rhythm that your body goes through naturally and everyone's body goes through naturally during the day, right? There's a certain time that our body is designed to start to wake up, start to re-energize. There is a certain part of the day where we're at our peak energy, then a certain part of the day where we begin to wind down And certain hours of the night where our body is doing the deepest rest and replenishment. And the thing is, your body is doing that not just on a day-to-day basis as a menstruating human being, but it's also doing it on a 
monthly 28 day cycle basis. So it's so important to honor your circadian rhythm because that is how your body is designed to move and flow throughout the day. Honoring your circadian rhythm looks like getting to bed before 10 p.m., making sure you're asleep for at least seven to eight hours a night, making sure that during the early hours of the morning when you're first waking up, you're easing yourself into the day. You're not throwing yourself into heavy action or any stressful situations. It's you're making sure that your peak energy moments around midday are when you start to do the most hard tasks. It's taking time to wind down at a night of a nighttime and making sure you're not going to bed super energized, right? So that's how you honor your circadian rhythm. And it's important because your hormones are affected if you decide to sleep during the day and be up all night, you're still getting technically enough sleep, but the natural rhythm of your body is thrown way off. You can wake up at 3 a.m. and dive straight into stressful study or a super high intense workout first thing in the morning. But your body isn't going to be the most receptive to that. It's not going to feel as easeful as if you did those particular tasks during the hours of which your body is designed to do them, right? Now, this might all seem super complicated or sound super repetitive, but I really want to explain and express that before I move into the infradian rhythm, because it's a very similar concept, just stretched out over a month period. So your infradian rhythm When I'm saying that, I'm speaking of your menstrual cycle. And just like how your body is designed to do certain things, it is primed for certain activities, certain functions at certain times of the day. So too is your body designed to do certain things with more ease, less effort during certain times of the month. There are certain times of the day where a particular activity is going to be really nurturing and really helpful to you. And there are certain times of the day where that same activity would be really detrimental to your energy and your overall health. Same thing goes with your cycle. There are certain phases of your cycle where one particular thing, let's use high intensity workout as an example, There are certain phases of your cycle where high intensity workouts are incredible, so good for you, really helping you get fit and helping your cardiovascular health, your muscular health, all that sort of things. But then there are also certain phases of your cycle where high intensity workouts are actually harmful to your well-being, harmful to your energy, your hormonal health and your cycle, right? So when we learn this, when we understand that we have this second rhythm, this second body clock, if you will, that needs to be nurtured as much as our daily body clock needs to be nurtured, we understand things like it's not actually lazy to rest during your period because that is the time of your infradian rhythm where you're designed for rest. 
And there is this parallel between the circadian and infradian rhythm. I want you to think about your infradian rhythm, your cycle as a day, right? Obviously it's 28 days, but think of that energy, right? So you're in a winter, your menstrual phase when you're on your period is very similar to the hours of sleep in your circadian rhythm. So your body is designed to be resting during the hours of like, and resting and asleep during the hours of like 9, 30, 10 o'clock to like five, six, seven-ish, depending on obviously when you get to sleep and where you live in the world, etc. But your body is also designed to be in that sort of deep rest during your inner winter. So think of that period when you're on your period as the sleep, right? The sleep part of your cycle, not meaning you have to sleep for the whole time you're on your period, but that's the energy, right? And then your inner spring is the energy of the first few hours of the morning. You're waking up, your energy's rising, you're able to do more, you're feeling excited for the day, energy is coming back online. And then your inner summer is the energy of midday, right? Those hours where you're fully awake, fully ready to go. You're, you've shaken off all the sleepiness and you're firing 100%. Your inner autumn, your luteal phase, the premenstrual phase, is the hours I would say between like three o'clock when you start getting that slump, maybe even a bit later, but just the evening, the energy of late afternoon to evening. You're not quite asleep yet, but you're starting to sign off from work. You're having your dinner. You're preparing yourself for sleep. You're doing your nighttime routine, right? When you honor your cycle in this way and you think of it in this way, Not only do you honor your hormones, but you honor your circadian rhythm as well. It's so important. And I feel like this is kind of a heady conversation and I hope this is making sense, but it's just something I'm super passionate about because I hear a lot from women that they want to be showing up the same way throughout their entire cycle. They come to me looking for coaching because they want to be able to achieve this one state throughout their whole entire cycle. And whilst I completely understand where that's coming from, like who doesn't want to feel the same blissful way the whole cycle, I often say and have to say to them, the goal is never to feel the same way or have the same state the entire cycle, just like it's impossible for you to feel the same and be showing up the same 24 hours of your day. The goal is to learn how to live in harmony with your rhythms and to feel your best in the energy of those rhythms, of those seasons, of those times of day, right? Because wanting to feel the same throughout your entire cycle would be like wanting to feel super energized 24 hours of the day. You know, those hours where you feel so excited, so motivated, so in flow, that's fantastic. But if you wanted to bottle that and be feeling that throughout your whole day, 
You would be exhausted. You would never be able to experience the joy of slowing down and winding down before bed. You'd never be able to sleep and you'd be burnt the fuck out and you'd get real sick of it real fast, right? So the purpose of this conversation is to bring this awareness to the fact that the goal is never to feel the same and show up the same consistently ever. That's not the goal. The goal is to understand that there are certain times of your cycle where you are literally designed and primed for certain things. Because I want you to be able to be in your menstrual phase, be in your inner winter and fully understand this is the time that I'm meant to be resting. This is my sleep cycle, right? You know, just like you wouldn't feel guilty about it being 11 o'clock at night and you go, you're starting to feel tired and you go, oh, I really need to be awake This is so lazy of me if I go to sleep now. I need to be awake. I have so many things to do. I cannot let myself sleep because that is just lazy, right? And if you feel that way, I'm very sorry. And let's chat about that. But naturally, we all know when we're tired, it's best to sleep, especially at nighttime, right? Okay, my body's feeling like I'm barely keeping my eyes open, Take yourself to bed. No guilt, no shame. You just know that that's something you need to give your body. I want you to get to the point where you understand when your body is feeling the same sort of way, that heavy, slow, sleepy softness that you feel in your inner winter. And instead of feeling that and trying to push through it and pull a, you know, kind of air quotes, all nighter on your period and just push through and don't worry about it and have that narrative of this is lazy. I need to be keeping going. Like I can't rest. I should be showing up. And instead thinking of it the same way as you think about your sleep and go, no, this is actually what my body needs. And this is what my body's designed to do. And I'm going to take it slow this week I'm going to be softer than I usually am this week. And that's not lazy. That's not selfish. That's literally what my body is designed to do. Because that changes everything. The minute that I started to fully lean into resting during my inner winter and the moment I fully started to soften and slow down during my autumn and prepare myself as I would in the evening for sleep, I prepare myself for my inner winter. The minute that I started to harness the energy and utilize the heightened energy of my spring and summer, I noticed and felt the insane shift in how I felt throughout my whole cycle, that feeling of bliss, that feeling of peace, that feeling of clarity, right? That's what the clients that come to me saying, I want to feel the same way all month. That's what they're really talking about. That feeling of bliss in every state. It doesn't feel the exact same and you're not showing up the exact same, but it feels good all month long when you know how to honor your rhythms Right. So I'm talking about this because 
when I'm sharing this in my masterclasses and in guest workshops, I have so many women go, oh my freaking God, I never thought of it that way. I would have never told myself that it's lazy for me to sleep, but I tell myself all the time that it's lazy for me to wind down and really rest during my period. I thought that I had to push through. I thought that I was meant to be able to do everything at the same capacity as every other season of my cycle when I'm on my period. Like, look at the tampon ads that we get. The roller skating, climbing mountains, jumping out of freaking airplanes. And if that's what feels great for you on your period, by all means, go absolutely nuts. But we're presented with this idea that we, as menstruating people, You know, I say women a lot, but I understand that it's not just women, people who identify as women that menstruate, but that those of us that have a menstrual cycle are told that we should just be able to do the exact same things we do all month at the same level, even when we're on our period. And I will take it a step further and say that you're actually not supposed to feel the exact same just accept for your period you will feel differently in every phase of your cycle and not because there's anything wrong with you not because you know you're being lazy or whatever because your hormones are literally fluctuating all cycle long in a very predictable way we're told you know that we're just the same consistent beings and then we have our period and for four to seven days it's a bit of a nightmare and then we're back to normal But your hormones are very predictable. Your hormones, if all is in balance, are doing a very predictable cycle throughout your cycle, right? But your brain chemistry shifts, your energy shifts, your emotion shifts, the way that your physical body is able to metabolize, digest, build muscle, move, recover from injury, changes throughout your entire cycle. So let's debunk that myth that like you're the same person throughout the whole cycle, except for when you're on your period and maybe a few days before you are literally shifting in every phase of your cycle. And you're the same person, of course, that probably wasn't the right wording, but like the capacity you have to show up, the way you show up shifts, just like you're not going to show up the same at 3 a.m. as you're going to show up at 3 p.m. You're not going to be, your workouts aren't going to be the same if you do them at 10 a.m. as if you did them at 10 p.m. How you have a difficult conversation at 6 a.m. is different to how you would probably have it at 6 p.m., right? I hope this is making sense. I feel like I'm rambling, but this is just something that I wish someone had taken me by the shoulders and said to me at such a young age, because I spent, and I know I'm not alone in this, so long fighting against this rhythm. And I'm now realizing and have realized, and I'm now helping other women realize that fighting against your cycle is like trying to fight against your natural body clock. We've all at one point or another pulled an all-nighter because we've had a lot to do or maybe you've studied and you're like I'm cramming for this exam or I have to get this assignment done and you've pulled an all-nighter or you've been out on the town you've had a great night out with friends haven't got back home until 3 a.m and that's fine and well you're capable of doing that just like you're capable of pushing through and showing up the same 
as, you know, your peak state during your period. But you will know that after so many nights of doing that, of pushing through, it starts to catch up on you. You start to feel grumpy. You start to feel exhausted. You're playing catch up with your sleep. You feel the next day after taking, spending all night up completely exhausted or in bed asleep. And it's never a fun feeling to have to come back from that. I know for me that if I have an all-nighter, one or two of them in a week, I spend literally the next one or two weeks recovering from that. I feel like I don't recover energetically, in mentally, emotionally for like at least a week. And the same is said for if you try to push through your period, you absolutely can. You're capable of it. It's possible. But doing that, you will notice that the next time you get your period, it's probably going to be more painful. You're probably going to have even more intense PMS. And that is because your hormones have not been honored. Same as, you know, your hormones and your emotions haven't been honored if you don't get enough sleep. So I hope this makes sense. I feel like I'm going to wrap it up here and just kind of pose, put, put it out there. If you have any questions about this or you want me to elaborate on this a bit more or if there wasn't anything that seemed to make sense, let me know because I could have this conversation for literally hours, but... I'll just leave this here, plant that seed. And if this resonated and you've had that aha moment that I've had many women having in my classes, let me know, respond, you know, leave a review, leave a comment, send me a DM. And if you have any questions about this and about your infradian rhythm, send me a DM as well. You can find me on Instagram. But I'm really grateful to be having these kinds of conversations because I think it's important to contextualize cyclical living because many people that hear what I'm sharing or see what I'm sharing can feel like I'm just saying, just take your whole period off and it's fine without really explaining one, you don't have to take the whole time off and two, your body is designed for rest. So like, I'm not just preaching that as an act of self-love, like woo-woo-ness, I'm talking about it because your body's literally needing that, right? So anyway, this has been so much fun. I have so many more exciting episodes coming for you this month of October, and I can't wait to share them with you. Again, like I said, let me know how you found this. Let me know if you have any questions and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you loved this week's episode of Embolden. If you did, I would be so grateful if you would like, rate, review and share this podcast so we can embolden even more women to harness their inner magic and power. Don't forget to tag me at Jess underscore on Instagram when you share. Thank you so much for being here, my love, and I will see you next time for another episode of Embolden the Podcast.